こんにちは、ピーチももこです。どうぞ、マーベルカードコレクターズポッドキャストを楽しんでください。Hello, everybody. My name is Ian Taylor, and you're listening to the Marvel Card Collectors podcast. I'm not going to bother with our usual intro this week because, quite frankly, I haven't got it written down in front of me. So I'm just going to say,、um, with me, as always, is my co pilot in all things Marvel cards. And this week, we were going to do some QA, some questions, yeah, and things like that. But I have a question for you. Oh. Now that you're out as such, What should I be calling you? Should I be calling you Norin Rad? Or should I be calling you Sketch Card Hive? Or should I be calling you and introducing you as Fausto Barrio Nuevo? Barrio Nuevo.、Oh. Yeah, I've had, it's so funny. I was just watching another video where someone was like, <laughs> I, think it was, I think it was Rob Neo. And he was like, all right, we got it. I got this、uh, sample slab from Norin, AKA Sketch, AKA Fausto. <laughs> and I got three AKAs on me. It、yeah. did make me laugh.、Yeah. Did make me laugh. I, didn't, I, did not think, I did not think I'd be so public with my official name and stuff like that. But now, I mean, that was, I mean, years ago now, right? I had Norrin Rad years, years well, ago. Well, yeah. Years. You, and you've always been Norrin on this podcast. I mean, we've never,、yeah. you know, I've never, you know, I, I, I think of you and talk to you as Norrin. That's your name to That's me. That's what Very everyone,、well. I mean, and I'm, I'm okay with that. Honestly, I've had so many people because we've, I've gotten lucky enough to meet a few, a few of the collectors we're friends with in person. And they're always like, okay, be honest. Do you prefer Fasto or do you prefer Norton? <laughs>、um, but I'm okay with either, to be honest with you, at this point. <laughs>、um, <laughs> I, I am. I'm, I'm really okay with either. I mean, you know, it,、okay. it is what it is. <laughs> Good. In that case, I will do the intro then. With me, as always, is my co pilot in all things Marvel cards. He went to New York and boy, he did it his way. It's Norin Rad. And boy, he did. Damn, man. These are, the, I hope people know these are done on the fly. I just made that up, by the way. It's that amazing. Written, written down. It's amazing. The reason I don't do the intros is because I get all tongue tied and see, I messed it up there. And well, you know, I, to be honest with you, I'm probably going to ditch the long, the long intro once we get past episode 150, which is coming, folks.、Um, oh、anyway, simply because. Uh, it's too much verbosity. Just, just, just stop、lot. waffling. Yeah, yeah just, yeah, just, just stop it. And I need to.、Uh, it's one of people my... know us now. <laughs> people know us now. Although, well, there's one thing I was, I was told when I um, um, was applying for a job in a West End box office back in the mid 90s before I actually got my first job in a West End box office. Someone said to me, I think it was the box office manager of Le Mis. And he said to me, How would you, you know, he said to me, You've got to remember that it might be your 300th performance or whatever, you know, or evening, you know, but it could be that person's first time seeing the show. Do you see、oh, what、yeah. I mean? So it's keeping、yeah. that, like, you know, thing. That consistency. Because、so, the jumping in point for someone might not be episode one. It might be episode 70 or it might be episode 125.、Yeah. So I guess there's that.、Um, I love that. That's nice. So it's、I、a、agree. nice way to think about it. So, you, so you've been to New York Comic Con. Um, yes, and then some. Now, had you ever been to New York Comic Con before? No,、ever. childhood dream of mine to go,、oh. and, and finally went. It was, and it you was, went as a、yeah. professional, and I went as an exhibitor,、yeah. which is insane to、oh. think about. Um, yeah, I did not think, I did not know 
up to me getting my pass, I didn't know if I was going to be an exhibitor or just a guest or if it was a day oh. pass. I didn't really, I didn't really understand because I've never gone and I didn't really understand mm. what it was, but you know, CGC was lovely and um, gave me, gave me an exhibitor pass. And I mean, it makes sense. I was helping people at the booth. I was there, you know, quite a bit. They, they did so much more work and were at the booth far longer than I was those poor souls. And they, you know, they were working like dogs um, to ensure people got their signings and all this other stuff and getting their books safely submitted. So that was pretty cool to see the the inner workings, exhausting mm-hmm. inner workings. It's funny because I got there kind of early Saturday. I think it was Saturday. Okay. I got there really early to drop off the paintings and to help set up the display because I because we we took down the display every day. So oh, that okay. like, yeah, because we didn't want, you know, theft or anything like that. And, you know, some a collector was doing me a favor by showing me, but, you know, by bringing their stuff and, you know, I felt bad. I didn't want them to like, you know, anyway, for something to happen. So mm-hmm. I was there really early and I was walking around and it was completely dead and everyone's setting up their booths and doing all this stuff. And I kind of just looked around. I was like, you know, this is like, this is a gig, man. This is like a circus. This is like, this is a real real layout lay of the land type of thing that people working really hard on this stuff um so that was pretty interesting to get to see behind the scenes which i always enjoy whenever i do Mm. anything like you know because i've worked i've worked a lot of different like television shows i've worked a little bit you know behind the scenes on some films that were miami you know little things like that and like i remember i even got to see the behind the scenes of um the circus uh the famous one uh sun the sun circus soleil Oh, Cirque du Soleil. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got to see the behind the scenes of that. And it was so cool to hear everybody talking different languages because it is such like a global <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So that was pretty cool. Um, but it was nice. It was cool to see that. And 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 it was really, really fun to experience that for sure. I'm I'm I I told everybody now, but I'm I dude, I was like completely um deer and headlights throughout the whole thing like i barely remember much of any of it to be honest with you <laughs> in a good way i mean that, you know that's, in a good that's way good. no no, no. Yeah. I'm, I'm not complaining at all i just I, I hope i wasn't i hope i did not say hi to somebody or recognize somebody because i was i was just running around but a lot of people came by the booth man it was cool it was really cool, cool. it was cool. awesome yeah. now you met which artist did you meet you oh, told geez. me before we started recording but just to because one of them is going to be at the top of this episode Oh really? Okay, yes. awesome. Um, so I'll start. I'll start with our with our good buddies, uh, George Vega, who's just the best. Yeah. Um, Breed, who is just so cool. Bobby Breed, yeah. Um, he was so nice. Uh, so love those two guys. And then I got really lucky and got to meet Peach Momoko, and she's going to be at the start of this episode. I'm so glad. She's <laughs> so lovely. Yeah. Um, she warmed my heart. I'm <laughs> I'm six foot four, and Peach is like super small. Yeah. <laughs> so. I walked up to her, not really because I had my face mask on because I, I, you know, I didn't want to get my wife sick just in case because she has like, a, you know, I didn't want to get her sick. And um, I walked over there and Peach kind of looked up at me kind of like, oh, sh- who's this <laughs> coming at me? And, and you know, my, my gentle giant self is like big old smile on my face because I'm kind of starstruck. And I'm walking over to her. And I'm just like, hi, Peach. Like, hi, I'm from the Marvel podcast with Ian. And she's like, oh. <laughs> kind of like oh. you know it was really sweet and i'm like this huge guy she's like this tiny little person and um we were we, we, we were smiling saying hi to each other and uh so i asked her to take a picture if she was okay with it so we ended up doing that and then of course i saw geist 
Eric Geis, uh, Ian Geis, who guessed, is yeah. just mm-hmm. Geist or Geis, uh, who oh, I keep messing I that remember. up. He I told me, remember. he said Ghost, Geist, Ghost, Geist. I'm totally messing well, this up Well, he's, he's introed a podcast and he's been on a podcast, so I'll go back and listen to it and <laughs> I'll, just, I'll, just, I'll just edit it in. <laughs> Hi, I'm E.M. Gist, and you're listening to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast. And he's one of my favorites. He's like one of my favorite yeah. Marvel artists, you know, top, Eric, top two, top if three. if you're listening, I apologize for that we keep muffing up your name. We love we, you, buddy. We, we mucked up Simone Bianchi's name for for years, for, literally, forever. before we spoke to um, him. <laughs> yep, for years. And so I met him, who was just so cool. And his work is always just so top notch. So that was fantastic. And I had a really good time with him and talked to him about, you know, the different pieces and, you know, a brief kind of conversation, which was awesome. I should have taken a picture. I just wasn't thinking. And then of course I got to meet one of my favorite Marvel card artists, artists actually, and uh, Simone Bianchi, which was the best. I couldn't, I didn't get to see Gloria, which breaks my heart, but I did because I didn't do the breakfast that Matt Dottillo yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, did, and which was really successful, and everyone's mm. pieces were so cool to see. Um, but yeah, I got to see Simone, and like he gave me a big hug, and you know, I was telling him how much I love his work, and he was like, "Oh, Fausto, so good to see you," and like you know, he knew mm. us, and he's like, "Where's Ian?" And I was like, "Ian's across the pond," um, and it was just a really cool, really cool time, and I, I've always wanted to like talk to those three people those three people especially because i'm a huge fan of all Mm. three of them Mm. in such a big way you know so that was that was definitely one of the largest highlights other than meeting the collectors too because a lot of people stopped by yeah which was really exciting too yeah it just looked awesome i i just i still i'm still seeing new pictures and stuff going up i haven't seen many pictures actually you were showing yeah. me that one that i guess keith took or whatever yeah of, uh, of our keith, buddy uh, Spironi. Let's, let's, Spironi. Let's, 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 uh, i'm gonna give a shout out to a couple of people who kept me completely Please. plugged in um to what was going on so keith Speroni was there uh webby vision uh who is so long him and his wife were so not sure what his actual real name is but he's at webby vision on um uh instagram um and who else was there justin was there spidey hits um right justin um, was there his brother and his friend dustin and dustin i think it is i mess this up all the time uh, dustin's one of his brothers and then there's dustin givens i think is dustin right who just started collecting who's really hardcore he's a nice dude super both of those guys were really nice um who else who else did Um, i say obviously matt Matt Fuller came and Matt Fuller, yeah, came and manned the booth with you for a legend. little bit of time. Matt um, Fuller was a godsend. Uh, without him, none of that would have been possible. He really helped me out a lot. We had fun opening two boxes, which was really cool. Yeah, I saw you were going to do them. I, I didn't get a chance to watch any of them, unfortunately. No, um, I mean, I think there's going to be like a video. I have a recording, so stuff will go up. Oh, great. Okay. Um, so, but we did an FFA and we did fantastic four archive and we did a dangerous divas oh nice oh i didn't know you were doing that i saw the fantastic four archives um being pimped but i didn't see the other one no we did we did one one day and the other the other day oh okay which was really fun and then rick ortiz was there oh rick rick's a dude (laughs) who's a gem who's a dude uh jose caballero was there who brought the art which was really cool um which i'm super grateful he did i thought that was just yeah, a lot of these guys who own this art, they just don't. Yeah, I mean, how do you take that out and show it? And like, who's putting that stuff together so you so can you see had, it? So just so folk know, um, you had the original art for some Marvel trading cards yeah, there sorry. with the actual cards as well, yeah? 
on display. Yeah. So basically CGC, when, when the CGC talked to me and stuff like that, I told them that I wanted to do something big for New York comic-con. Um, so we, we got the top, we got Todd McFarlane to sign cards, which was part of that. Um, we also got slabs. So less than 200 slabs, the test slabs for Marvel cards, there were less than 200 of them. Oh, the they all say essay on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sample. And on the back says New York Comic Con. So I tried to get a bunch of people those and, and gave out some at the show that little kids that were interested in the work mm. and all that kind of the art and, you know, cool. people who stopped at the booth. And then I also told them, I was like, look, I want to show the original art next to the cards because it's a Comic Con and people, I, I think a lot of things that have been happening recently with cards is that people are into cards because they like cards, but a lot of Marvel fans um, really, and and I think you think people who were into cards and got into Marvel end up becoming art fans, become Mm -hmm. fans of the artists and the type of artwork and the medium and the different styles. And, and, and I, and I truly believe that I truly believe like Marvel card collectors are also like, art collectors. I've always said that. And I I still believe that. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to show that kind of what that is, what the history. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so that really worked out. So those three things I wanted to do, we did. And I'm super grateful for them for doing it because it was a lot of work um, on their part. And I'm, I'm just grateful that I don't know. Like we got that. I was talking to somebody at the booth because they were I, someone I just met who were into Marvel cards and had a huge collection. And they were just, I don't, I don't remember their name off the top of my head. And we were talking and they were like, dude, there are cards nowhere else around here. <laughs> you go into the store and ask for Marvel cards to give you a weird look. Yeah. We're at New York Comic Con with Marvel cards. Mm. And it was just this kind of amazing moment where it's just like, you know, here's get everyone gets to enjoy kind of a no brainer. It should yeah. be a no brainer anyway. It should be a um, no brainer. It should be a no brainer. Yeah, but it was fun. So that, I'm, I'm glad it. I'm glad it happened. Good, it was cool. Well, yeah. while um, because we we were supposed to record the because uh, we we asked on the group for questions and we got some really good questions actually. We got some great ones from Instagram as well. Um, awesome. And we were going to sit down and record. So people are probably thinking because we we said, oh, we're going to record this Sunday, and that was three weeks ago. So, and that Sunday, of course, Ian, not me, slammed into Carolina, not a lady, and <laughs> um, <laughs> and and muffed up the plans because you had no power. Majorly. So we I couldn't had no record power. the weekend before you went yeah. to Comic-Con. Yep. yep. And then, of course, last weekend you were at Comic-Con. Yeah, um, which I should have so. just woken up early. I mean, my Wi-Fi in my room wasn't great, but I should have woken up early and just done oh, a podcast cool. with you. No, that's cool. You have, plenty, you have plenty of other stuff going on. I know. I know. Hmm. I anyway, that. anyway, anyway, it's not a problem. So we're going to do some of those questions this week. But before I get onto that, I want to talk about a couple of things. I want to show you some stuff. So we're Please. going to do some of those questions this week, and then we'll finish those questions next week, which will be episode 149. And I'm going to start pimping it now, because quite frankly, we we deserve it, because we're worth it, as the L'Oreal adverts say, or whatever it is. <laughs> episode 150 is an absolute barnstormer, folks. Yep. It is a legendary, legendary guest. And legendary that's guest. That's all I'm going to say. Um, and we recorded it oh, almost a month ago now. Has it really been that long? It has been, from? yeah. It, is, it was full, yeah, because two weeks, three weeks. It was, yeah, it was a month ago. That's it was insane. on the It was on the 11th of September. <laughs> so, so I guess um, 
you should probably re-listen to it before it goes out because I can't honestly remember. I'm just giddy from the experience of recording it, quite frankly. Um, it's crazy. I still, I don't even think we've uploaded it to the drive yet. I haven't even gotten a chance to look at it yet. Oh, yeah, I've, I've done the audio, but the video's not up because um, I didn't want to mm. blow out your Google Drive space. No, uh, no, yeah, so, I got to so clean what, that up. Yeah, what I might do is send you that. Uh, I can't believe I'm talking about this on air, but people can listen. Sorry. Um, <laughs> um, what I might do is send you a WeTransfer link and then you can just download it to wherever. That's a good idea. Yeah, you can just download it to your hard drive without putting it on your Google. Yeah, we, I got to free up, free up space from that email. So I'm hoping that we can put the video for that up as well, because uh, the person we spoke to did give us permission to do so. So Yeah, I think I, I'm going to do that. I want to talk about, a little bit, about Spidey Metal, because since oh, we last spoke, it went on EPAX, and it's gone from EPAX, and it was absolutely crazy. So Insane. I don't want to get into all of the Sturm and Drang, and mm-hmm. ill feeling about the pricing of it because boy there's opinions about it all i'll say is people bought it and it sold out so it's like what are up again gonna do they're not going to reduce the price next go around if it's sold out at this price they'd be yeah, mad I mean, to do it honestly you know, they're a private business and they've got to pay marvel to share so you know that's I mean, it benchmark yeah. set i mean once i think for me, once they put that price, it kind of, for me and my collecting, it definitely put a lot of hard stops on certain things. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm definitely, yeah, I definitely made a lot of hard stops. I'm and we have a question. Right we have a question that talks really. Oh, I'm so that. excited. Okay, good. We have a question. So that's why I wanted to just touch on it and put a pin. Pin. There we go. In that. And we'll come back to that. Um, but I had. I had an enormous I tell you what, I tell you what's interesting about Spidey Metal is Please. that for all of the online hoopla about it, hoopla. the folk that have gotten into it for whatever reason have really enjoyed it. And I'm kind of I kind of like that. And you know what? What I did last weekend, because you weren't around, I did a blaster box break with my did daughter. You really? Um, yeah. Oh no, so, it's so nice. We we had two blaster boxes. Did um, you air it? This is an empty one. Yeah, it was on my it's on my black cat um oh, at black on. underscore cat underscore collector Instagram. I love feed. Molly Rose. Yeah. Molly so Rose we, is the best. we did a box break. So and it was crazy. You know they say never work with kids or animals. <laughs> they were wrong. <laughs> it, it was a bit it was a bit it was a bit nuts at certain points. So that we 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 broke two blasters and had a hell of a fun time doing it. Um, I know some people have gotten big hits in blasters, but I think the best we had was um, uh, a grandiose. Uh, might have been a spidey grandiose, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, wow. yeah. Which um, is is a pretty popular one. So um, people, love yeah, that, no, right? she loved it. So she's she's got you know she's got loads. Um, Aww. Uh, um, she's got loads squirreled away. But then once we've broken the boxes, we took it in turns opening the packs. Uh, once we broke in the boxes, she then showed everyone her collection. <laughs> she's got like oh. a little binder, so she went through showing all the cards that she's stolen okay. from my dupes box over the over the years. Oh um, my god! And then she's got some she's got some Star Wars ones in there, and she's got some uh, some random trading card game ones that that Donnie sent over in a package and things like oh. that. Um, so yeah, so, and so then cute. and then where she'd put her Spidey Metal ones. So yeah, she's she's gone in. So she's got. She's got the lady characters. So she went for, she's got Black Widow. She's got Black Cat, of course. Um, she's gone for Scarlet Witch, uh, 
Ghost Spider or Spider Gwen. Loves loves that. So she's got those. Um, and shout out to Donny Courtrider, who sent oh, me wow. over because because he like like you used to, you know, he received stuff for me in the states and then yeah yeah, yeah sends yeah. over a package. So he sent over because he I had my two blasters sent to him. So he sent over the two blasters, and in that pack there was a there was a loose pack that says for Molly Rose, and so. Uh, off air before you know at breakfast that that day because she'd seen it and she was jonesing to open it i said right after your breakfast uh-huh. make sure your hands are nice and clean you can open it so she opened it and it was a bit tough to open i thought my goodness these packs are a bit tough she uh-huh. opened it and it was every card that she wanted from the set donnie had made a hot pack donnie and resealed it for so she had a, wow. a spidey she had a, a spider woman was in there there was both the ghost by the high and low yeah so she absolutely loved wow. it no, we had we had an absolute hoot quite frankly and you know what that's what i'm really digging about it because i've seen um good donnie uh wow. neff uh sea wolves on on instagram i've seen him opening some cool stuff with his kids um I mean, they got that venom plasma portrait so you see they got that back graded yes they got a 10 um so that was amazing but i've seen i've seen other people um doing box breaks with their kids with those blasters so yeah i've i you know, but it's happening, it right? We yeah. talked about this yeah. for years yeah. about blasters coming back. And like, I feel like people luckily, and I'm so grateful that they found them in the wild yeah. or found them period. And were able yeah. to open them with their kids. Yeah. Like that's what Marvel needs. That's, that's exactly amazing. what it needs. So I had this um, slight epiphany. So in, in, when I used to work in the West end, we used to be quite involved with pricing the shows and you're always in a bit of a, quandary in the west end because the west end is most of it is completely commercial yeah sometimes you have shows that come in from the subsidized sector and they've got got two masters but most of it is completely commercial so you've got to judge the realities of actually having to you know afford everything because they're not cheap shows to run they've also got to recoup their setup and you know uh, rehearsal and all that cost to get them up and running and you know that can take you know years for some shows if they're making enough money so you've got to price the seats in such a way that it enables you to do that, but also it makes the arts accessible, which is a big thing, certainly in the UK. Yeah. So you've got to you've got to make sure that if you're going to be selling like the best seats, like ten rows back in the middle in the stalls for 150 quid, you've got to enable people to go and sit right at the top and still be able to see clearly and be able to get in front of 20. So it's kind right. of you know having the you know having the two ends of the spectrum. Yeah. 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 Um, so I kind of I kind of equate a little bit of what we've just seen with Spider Metal as that. You know, you've got the blaster boxes, which are finally an accessible way to get into the product. Granted, yeah. you're not going to get all of the high-numbered stuff, and I get why they did that. And then you've got the stuff for people can afford it to go in and, and go ham and, and go at the top end. Um, granted, there isn't any way in between. That's why I had such a negative view of people who were buying blasters specifically just to resell make money yeah because you're removing the opportunity for someone to access that product 100%. Um, and it's the same way with ticket outs in the west end um anyway that being said um i have it's a long journey whoa so there's my cat there's my cat low page there's my cat high page wow so, and in those at the moment in hand i have the base the gold the grandiose and the yellow on both. That's a good start. That's a good start. Um, on EPAC, I have the 
green that you got with 10 digital base of the low or 10 physical base of the high. And then I have the blue, which is 100 of each. So I've managed to complete those. Isn't that reversed? Uh, no, the green is the 100. The blue is the 10. Right. Yeah. Did I say the opposite way around? <laughs> I haven't got a clue. I haven't got a I clue did, what I'm I doing. I did correct for a minute there. I was like, am I too tired? <laughs> no, you did go cross-eyed a bit. Um, I've like, got that. Um, That's from something and then else. I have, and then I got to, I've got to give a shout out to Ali from Titan because from her first box ah, break, she's the best. she hooked me up with the base, the gold, the grandiose. Um, she's cool. And people, she also man. hooked me up with the palladium. That palladium. Which is possibly one of the nicest cats in the set, actually, because I'm not uh, without a doubt. I'm not massively taken with the low low series art. Um, yeah, and then that's the, a weird one. Yeah. Well, we, we saw what it was supposed to. Be. I don't want to talk about it. I'm so livid. And the Daily Bugle, which is a, oh, I forgot she was in there. Yeah, the Daily Bugle. The, the weird thing about the Daily Bugle, because we we didn't really talk about that much because we hadn't really seen them in hand, is the writing on them. He's kind of illegible, just I know month down the sides, and that's a really missed opportunity to have some fun stuff there. They should have put some fun stuff, and card. they also should have put a bridge on the bend. That's just folding paper. I'm livid. Oh, they did. That, it's erased. It's raised. I don't know, man. That looks like a rough little thingy. No, that's 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 um, raised all the way along and printed okay. over. So it's better than just an open. Gash. Mm. Um, so yeah, so I've got those, and I've got the shadow box on EPAC. Uh, I've also got both turquoise. I think to the fifty. No, I've got one turquoise, um, and I think I've got the pink, which is the seventy-five on both. But anyway, of fifty is the highest I'm going to go. Pink, and to be honest pink, with you, pink, pink on the black cat's probably really nice. Yeah, probably. Probably. Um, and I'd like the 100 one, which is the red PMG, but because it's a PMG, of That'd course, be easy. it's more expensive. That'll happen. Well, you, well, yeah. You, yeah. Uh, I don't think there's any issue with supply on it. I'm just absolutely skinned at the moment. I mean, I'm poor as a poor thing. Yeah, dude. I mean, wait. <laughs> so, there's no reason to yeah. rush, dude. Like, mm. all that stuff's going to get super cheap anyway. Oh, it is. Oh, it is. Um, one thing I didn't have in hand when we did our review is the Planet Metal. And my goodness me, they're lovely. They're nice. So I'm going for a set of those. Those are nice. Yeah, those I'm going nice. for a set of those. I don't have the animated uh, Black Cat yet. Um, I'd like a set of the animated, but I think they're a bit too rich. The animated's my favorite. Mm. I think the animated was the thing that knocked everything out of the park. Mm. It's the best thing in that side. I think the Planet opinion. Metal, the Planet Metal, I've got one in hand, uh, the Rhino. And mm. the front front is okay, but when you turn it over and look at the back, it's really nice. It's got a mm-hmm. nice layout. It's really vibrant, the colors. You know yeah, how nice really and vibrant, vibrant the metallurgy were from MM20? It's yeah. On that scale. So, yeah, they're, they're, they're nice. They're nice. They're actually, you know, it's one of the cases where the inserts in that are actually better than some, some a lot of the base. Um, well, that was the same thing with I-M-O. ages, right? Oh, yes. Oh, very much so. Yeah, ages. Uh, decades. Oh. That was great. Can't get over it. Still can't get over that it. That was awesome. That was still to date one of the nicer it insert is. ideas. I really right. love that. I'm going to show you something. That I've not seen anyone talking about yet. Ooh. Panini, Amazing Spider-Man's 60th anniversary. Yes. So these are out. These have been out in Europe. They've just come out in the UK. Now, I'm going to say this 
now, and I'm hoping people will register this because people always seem to forget it when they're talking about it. It will probably eventually come to the US, but when you buy it in the US, you will not get the cards mm-hmm. because Upper Deck have the license to produce and distribute cards in the US and Canada. So yeah. unless you order from Europe, you will only get the stickers. So in this in this set, much like the Marvel 80th anniversary that we reviewed um, a couple of years ago when it came out, yeah, baby, you will get. Uh, there's 164 stickers to collect, and you get four stickers in each pack, and you also then get in the European release one card. That's cool. Pack. Okay. Now the cards are, and I'll say it again, exclusive to Europe. And I have a feeling that the 80th anniversary and the Marvel Versus cards also showed up in South American release. Hmm. But you're probably thinking, what are those cards in? Well, my mm-hmm. friend, I will show you. They are numbered one for every year that Spidey's been published. That's, That's a good why idea. there's 60 of them, yeah? And so each one is a cover. Oh. How nice does that look? And I don't know if you're going to see it, but it's like that Marvel 80th one. Oh, it's it did the matted gloss. thing? Yeah, it's got that spot gloss. So the Spidey's got gloss. It's not coming out because I've not got a license. Spot gloss. No, I see it. It's beautiful. Wow. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry, I'm just been dying. Um, Bless you. <laughs> so that's um, that's amazing. Fancy fifteen. So I'm holding up card wow. number one. I will put pictures of these on the tasting notes. That's just lovely. Um, so that's, that's that. so cool. And then you go up through the years, and some of the covers. Look at that one. Wow. So I'm holding up uh, card number three, which is issue nineteen from 1964, which I happen to have over here. I have that issue. Oh, really? That's so I'm going to be cool. doing it's some card. Cover. I'm going to be doing some card versus comic posts. So here's a question oh. for you, my friend. Given yep. that these are UK release, mm-hmm. but that they're comic covers, yes. I would love for CGC to grade some of these because that would look really good next to some of the graded books. Yep. But, it's, but because it's not a US release, do you know if if that's covered? It's happening. It's yeah, happening. It's good. happening. Good. By the time you want to, when you want to do it, tell me. But oh, I have yeah. to. I will. I have to do upload the checklist and all that good stuff. But it's happening yeah. for I'll sure. Get you the, I'll get you the checklist in, in Excel for Yeah. Anyway, there's some amazing ones. They go up through. Um, we got card twelve, which is issue one hundred. Wow. And they're just perfect. They're they're really nicely done. Um, Spidey cops out the card thirteen from nineteen seventy two. Where are we? There we go. Uh, then you got the Punisher. So they, they they've chosen some interesting ones. Um, got Punisher first appearance. Cover. Um, one of the best first appearance covers of all time. You've got the second Spidey clone, which is one fifty. Wow. So some of these are amazing. Um, you already have a full set, you beast. Uh, no, I don't. And this is the thing. Oh. Look at that. And it's not just Amazing Spider Man. There's a Peter Parker spectacular oh. Spider Man cover. And that look at the gloss on that. I actually love that card. That's beautiful. Uh, I've got. I have got a dupe of that. When I say dupe, I need four copies to have a spare. Why is that, Ian? I hear you ask. Well, that's because I'm making three sets of the cards. Why three sets? I'm making one for me. I'm making one for a friend. Mm. 
Got it. Um, and I'm making one for my side PC, which is comic covers as cards. Oh, yeah. Which I've now started. That. Yeah, yeah. That's um, a good one. So there's a wedding issue there. Oh, I love that wedding issue photo. Uh, it's brilliant. Um, uh, hang on. Of course, there's the iconic McFarlane issue 301. Oh, that's so sick. Wow, they really um, did a great job. They've done, this, didn't they? Yeah, they've done some amazing ones. Look, Spec Spidey 200. So, you know, it's not just... Which is an oh. awesome cover. That was that was um um a shiny. I one. have to admit, man, they're really that's doing something Bishema. special. That's Bashemer really artwork. Doing special there. Um, and they're just beautiful cards. Uh, they really are. Um, and they go they're right awesome, up. Dude. They go right up to date. Um, really? Yeah, they go right up to this year. Holy um, okay. So look, there's, oh. there's that's a beautiful cover. One moment in time. So that's from twenty ten. One of the negative space covers. Yep, wow. Yeah. Issue six forty one. That's such a good cover. Um, and then, yeah, you're right up to this year's issue seventy five wow. of the current run, um, which is legacy issue. Oh, I can't read it; it's too small. Anyway, but yeah, loads. So it's not just that, my friend. It's not just the sixty cards, because when you buy the album sealed in its poly bag you get five packs of the stickers with a card in each and you also get a limited edition card you can see loose in the poly bag so you know what you get there are six of them what brace yourself oh yes someone showed me a picture of these baddies (laughs) look at that so it's really difficult to explain these are the kind of web drawings that were done for some of the variant covers uh, now there's wow. a red one of those. They're they're absolutely stunning. There's a red one of those. There is a silver one of those. So same image, but silver and a bit bigger. All right. Uh, I, I can't express how good these are in flesh. Uh, this one, which so basically, I'm, wow. So the cards that Ian's showing me are they basically using the foiling, the spot gloss to highlight the line work mm. of these particular characters on the card. Yeah. So it almost looks like they're glowing. Yeah. It's now it's really art, amazing. It's art used for the covers, but it's not the covers. Wow. Which is different to the main run of 60 cards. So there's actually 66 um, cards, if you include the limited editions. And on the back of them, all they say is limited edition card. There's no numbering or anything like that. Um, that one, oh. which is exquisite, which is the spidey face with the... That's just done in foil. Wow. Um, I love the border on those, too. They're they're really nice. Uh, There's a Carnage. Oh, that Carnage is epic. And finally, this one, which is just frightening. Ah. I've no idea what... I'm I'm no idea what... These are clearly variant cover issues. Variant um, cover artworks. Anyway, they're amazing. They're really amazing. They're beautiful cards. So... um, I strongly recommend. I strongly recommend. So those are the cards. Um, In the set, you have very similar to the Marvel 80th, you have issues that are, um, you have a lot of stickers that are uh, interior art, but then you have quite a lot of stickers that are comic covers. So if you're into your comic covers, you can fill your boots. And as I am, 
I've managed so far get all these tubes. Now, because the stickers are slightly smaller and also they're thin, so if they're out in the air for too long, they start to curl. But if you put them in a deck protector sleeve, wow. like this lovely one here from Upper Deck, Spidey on the back. I love that one. But they're perfect for it. So you've got your Spec cool. Spidey, you got your Amazing Spider-Man 300 is a sticker, not wow, a card. Gold border. Look at the gold, gold falling on that. So that's, that's a sticker. So even if you just go for the stickers, folks, you will get You're some still iconic winning. covers. Like Amazing Spider-Man 1. You've got Rhino, Romita wow. Senior. Um, there's, a, there's, a bon there's a Marvel team-up cover. Um, there are some incredible covers. Spidey Unlimited with the Venom wow. and Carnage. You've got... Hang on a minute. I'm looking for one that will blow your absolute socks off because when you see it, you realise how good the artwork is. I mean, it's that. Look how you good know, that looks. The, you know, the Spidey anniversary border from... What is that? How many years is that? 25th anniversary where they've got the border images. Wow. Um, and you've even got some really random stuff like the photo cover that they did <laughs> in, oh. the, in the 80s. Issue 262. Iconic. It's just a random photo cover. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> anyway, um, there's some there's some really good ones. Now, um, Peter Parker Spectacular Spider-Man 1 is a sticker as well. Oh wow. They're, they're really cool. Um so yeah, I'm 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 going to town on them because basically, you know, compared to the cost of um anything on EPAC that's new. Um so um is cat in it? I, I mean they're ask. nicer quality on some mm. of those cards. <laughs> yeah. Is cat in it, I hear you ask. Well, yes, she is in. Um so one of the cards is Marvel Knight Spider-Man one, which is a Terry Dodson cover, and there she is just in the background. Oh, cool. So th that's the thing. I couldn't spot it. I was like I wonder if she's on anything. Um, I was hoping that Black Cat would be on a card, but she's not. She's on a sticker. So there's a sticker of Amazing Spider-Man. Ah, on the yeah, cover, that's cool. Which is great. And then she's on a two-part puzzle. She's just in there. You can just see oh, her. I see her. Yeah. yeah there's a two-part puzzle. That's a good one, too. There. Now, I've been looking, but I haven't seen your boy. However, Marvel Versus 2022 edition, which is a Panini release, has just come out in Germany and Surfer's in it. Someone posted on group and I tagged you. Really? So, yeah, Surfer's in that, certainly on a sticker. Um, and it's a newer image as well. So they, that's clearly, if that's coming back into the European side of things. Um, okay. Well. Yeah. <laughs> you clenched then, I could see it. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> it's what it takes, man. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Um, so I thought I thought you'd find that interesting. Anyway, Panini. I, do. I find it really Marvel, interesting. Marvel, uh, Marvel. Um, uh, sorry, Spidey 60th anniversary set. Um, I'm all over it like a tramp on chips. Um, it's pretty much all I can afford <laughs> at the moment. I'll tell you. Um, I think it's awesome, dude. And the album's pretty cool. The album's cool because you've got a little. Comes with a little kind of you can push out and fold up a little box to put the cards in if you wanted to store your cards in there. Oh. I don't choose to. Um, See, like and you always stuff, get a little though. insert with with stickers in there as well to start you off so there's a nice. panel of stickers that you can just like in there just peel them off and put them in and then it's got a, it. it's got a full panel on the back telling you where all of the artwork comes from <sighs> which is great see that's really the stickers cool. at least so yeah that's really really cool um i'm digging it so i probably will i probably will on this one because it's really difficult to store the stickers loose because they curl. So if you put them in a nine-page um, pocket, 
they, they've still got just enough room because they're really thin. They've still got just enough room to curl. Right. Um, and it doesn't, doesn't happen much, but you can see if you, if you leave it flat in the room and then come in the next day, it will have curled slightly just because oh. it's designed to be stuck. Yeah, that's true. You know, um, but, um, um, so I think I will actually stick them in because I might as well. And then all the uh, cover issues I'll keep as separate within their deck protector sleeves and that'll, that'll sort them out. So, yeah, I just wanted to talk about that, really. I actually absolutely love that. Um, I um, absolutely love that. And I just noticed something very me. dangerous. Tell me. Which I'm not happy about. Oh, no. So... These guys are released at different parts of the year of, of Europe, at and times. Yeah. they indicate that on the back. You mean there's very? Oh, yeah. Oh, you mean that black cat one I've got might have a different earlier in Europe release? Unfortunately, yeah, I think there's multiples. Mm. So I just found one that I have says Italy, and I just found one online that says Brazil. Okay, and that's all for this week, folks. We're going to go and weep in into Arch. our mug of coke. That's <laughs> so mug not of good. Coke. The journey of a character collector. It really. So is. now we have to figure out. Ah, uh, that's horse. That's garbage. Yep. 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 It's oh, come it, on. It certainly <laughs> is. Welcome, welcome to our world, people. Um, but in other news, my friend. <laughs> in other news. In other news. <laughs> my first graded pog. You graded Pog? Oh, I didn't. You dirty dog. Amanda, Amanda Z, oh, aka Graded right. Gamer, hooked me up, and then some. Wow, Look at that. 2006 Lucky. Pog Marvel Heroes. So jelly. Even got the shiny, shiny pack. Look at that. I have to go get mine graded now. That oh, looks actually really is it good. So good, but um, super jelly. I have something on the way that I'm not going to talk about yet until it's actually in hand. Which is smart, like which is well, simply because it's got to go to Donny yet from the seller. <laughs> it's got to come to me. <laughs> um, it's the most in- unique and possibly one of the earliest items I've seen featuring Black Cat graded. Whoa, PSA. That's that's impressive. I'll show, I'll show you afterwards. But um, yeah. Anyway, wow. So, questions, questions, people. Um, we've been going for God knows how long and we're only just getting to the questions, but we had to have a catch up. Um, where do I start? Where do I start? <laughs> I'm going to start with Jake McManus. Jake writes, have I got an unhealthy addiction to Marvel cards? I think about them much of the time. I dream about them and spend a lot of money on them. Would it not be better to trawl free adult sites and spend more time in the bathroom than on eBay? <laughs> well, well, Jake, I got to be honest with you. I'm, I'm the same. And I, I mean, I know, I know you've got a job that doesn't involve cards at all. Um, alongside the job that does, um, my job doesn't involve cards at all. But I'm, I'm always thinking about them these days. I'm always thinking about them, even before the job. I was always thinking about them. Mm. I think that's the. I think the truth is kind of like. That's why we all get along so well. <laughs> I mean, like, it is it is about cards. It's like that meme 
where you've got the couple in bed and she's like looking worriedly over her shoulder and says, yes, okay, he's yes. About someone yeah, he's else. thinking about and somebody else. Bu- he's thought like, bubbles coming out of his head. He's like, yeah, he's like, maybe I'll buy that card on eBay tonight. I don't know. I don't want someone to grab it before me. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. So I got something to show you guys um, because I actually completed something. I just realized it came three days ago. Um, but yes, it is unhealthy. Um, but I will say this. I think the people who do think about this as often as we do end up having the collections we do after years, because this kind of leads into a story. I recently got something that officially, officially completed um, everything post 2016. Oh boy. So I have the full surfer collection now. The one card I was missing that I passed on five years ago popped up and I grabbed it. Oh. So finally it's here and it came in and everything like that. It is the Dynamic Forces Joe Jusco oh. Silver Surfer signed out of 5,000. Oh. So it finally got here. So I have it. It's done now. Oh, wow. So that's it. So all the 90s. Rarest, most difficult surfers from the 90s are done and in hand, which is crazy. That's remarkable. Hats off yeah. to you, sir. Um, I still can't believe that. Passed on that five years ago because I didn't like the price because it was too high and ended up buying it for the same stupid price. <laughs> well, it's inflation. Later. Having us caught up with you. Yeah, well, it's the same, it was the same price five years ago. So technically, I wasn't wrong. <laughs> it was overpriced yeah. well, yeah. back then. But now it's perfect. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's I'm, that's it now. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm hats off to you. I'm still <clears throat> I'm still researching and finding stuff. Sorry, I've had this cold and my throat is just kind of raw, so I'm sucking on a throat oh, pistol while we're talking, just so that I don't try out. You're um, good. But I've just been focusing on acquiring graded copies of the old stuff now. Well, you and I, I've got quite a stack. Live- Worlds apart, but guess what your dumbass boy is doing? Uh. So I guess I can say this because I'm like seven cards away, but I am so mad. I'm so mad. Anyway, <laughs> I'm so mad. It's so stupid. I'm building a complete collection of graded Silver Surfer cards, 9.5 or better. Oh, standalone. So no verses, no appearances, no art repeats, so no parallels. Just one example of every different surfer or standalone mm. art graded at 9.5 or better. That's impressive. That's stupid. That's um, stupid. No, no. That's off to you. And I'm an idiot. That's what happens. But like I recently got back cards I graded that I've had been that I've been switching between for like Eight or seven, eight or eight, eight or seven years now. Different cards of trying to get better condition, and then yeah, selling yeah. copies or trading copies or giving away copies to people who need it for their surfer collections. And I got back a bunch of them, and got. I'm very happy with the grades. Got very lucky with the grades, um, because it's all blind submissions and all that kind of. Shit. But. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually close. I'm actually really close because I've been picking up the PSA copies. Remember, we've been mm. talking about this for a long time now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I was doing a count yesterday and finally got to like make that list. 
And um, <laughs> I'm way closer than I thought it was. This is oh my, my stash. God, Ian. This is my stash. Ian. This is my Ian. stash. Um, That's a lot of slabs. You're scary. Gosh, what did we do? We weren't doing this stuff. We were just collecting, getting, we were always getting good copies. Fudge you. But then I have to talk about in 1989. See, Um, but that's the card. Like, that's a card to me. That's a really special block. But this is her rookie card. Now, oh God, why are you saying those words? Because I don't like those words. I know, because it, it ties into the next question. You see? I'm bridging. Oh, I'm bridging, dear. This is good. This is good. This is uh, good. One thing I will say, I'm also stacking. Stacking gems. I love it. Look. Look. You are stacking. Why I are you stacking? Because I, I keep seeing this particular card, and I'm not going to say what it is, uh, come up really cheap, graded. But the thing is, I'm not I'm not aiming. Oh, oh my goodness. CGC. Right. No one's showing me. CGC. Marvel Superhero Stickers. Is that 1976? Yep, very that's first. Paper, apparently. Oh my goodness, that's amazing! I got really lucky. I've been looking at. I had like twenty or I had like forty examples of this card over the years because there's four variants. Wow! And I have all four, but I've been looking for years and years and years. And I was like, I'll just, I'll just try it out, see if my eye is at all any good. And I got really lucky. Wow! Because that's the amazing. truth, and and I, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say this on air because I honestly believe this. <laughs> I think anything that's a nine is good. Like if it's a mid nine, it's fine. Like there's yeah. nothing like there. everything else before that, everything else above that, I think becomes very subjective. And I think it becomes really luck because like, what's the difference between like a subgrade of a nine and a 9.5? You know what I mean? Like that's really small and I get it to want the best grades, but that's why I'm not going to obsess. If it's nine or better. Yeah. I'm fine. I'm not like, obsessing I think, at all. I've got eight, I'm not obsessing here, nines. I know other people lose their minds, but yeah. honestly, I just like knowing, and I think this is where you're at with it, which is why I'm interested in asking. I feel like just because you and I have these collections and we've had these collections for so long, I kind of just want to like make sure they're the highest quality I can get them. Yeah. So I don't have to ever think about it again. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like that's where my yeah. head is right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm the reason I've, I'm going for graded stuff is because I want them to display. I want to see all of those, by the way. Yeah. I want them to display. Yeah. I don't think we're going to, we're going to, we're going to bore everyone with that. Um, and they range from, I think I've got one seven in here. Um, there's a chunk of eights, most of nines with a few tens. Um, but that's fine for me. Um, there's only yeah, dude. one What else particular- do you want? Yeah, I just want to get a really nice copy of each card graded. You know, um, that's it. And man. I'm not, I'm not interested in sending them in to be graded myself. That's the difference. Um, yes. Yeah, I've been, I've been buying. I, I went on eBay and I bought a a, a bunch, um, that were sitting there that I got mm. really good deals on, um, because like I said, I did send in. And that was one of the ones I said. I sent in ones that I felt really confident about and ones I wanted to have, you know, nines or betters because I just don't think I was going to find them in the wild because they're already so stupid hard to find as it is. Mm. Um, So I did did finally send in cards to get graded, which I hadn't done before, really, um, other than the, the blue PMG I told you about. But like, yeah, I'm pretty, I'm really happy with the experience, obviously. Um, but yeah, I do. I like, man, everything people are selling them low. 
I'm happy they are. You know what I mean? I'm happy people are like, you know. Yeah. I mean, when, when like realistically, were we seeing any any graded Marvel cards other than Amanda's site like three years ago? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wasn't really looking. Um, the stuff I, I don't think it was, was really out there. Mm. The stuff I, mean, I was saying I was, was mainly Beckett stuff that Stephen Bagley was showing in group, which is great. Yeah, I didn't like that. But I wasn't really seeing anyone else showing graded cards, even in Marvel groups. Not really. Yeah, I agree. Um, oh, there it is. But the interesting thing, I picked up a card graded the other day, which is on its way to Donnie, which was graded an eight, which I'm happy with. Wow, that's um, awesome. It's a, it's, a, it's a newer card. But that graded copy was cheaper than the raw copy that's on Comsey. I'm like, yep. What's that all about? Uh, you know what? I think so. Like looking at the prices, it costs eighteen dollars to do PSA. It costs fifteen dollars CGC with no subgrades. With subgrades, like thirty something. BGS is thirty something with subgrades. SGC. Oh God, 2018. I don't know the number for SGC. And then you're finding these cards raw are costing 20, 25 bucks, maybe 35 in a high grade. And you would buy a raw one at 20 or 15, hoping that the pictures actually do the card justice. And there's not like something damaged. Like it's a no brainer. I'll pay the extra five or $10 every day to get the cleaner more guaranteed and you have to look at the card of course any grading company grading cards it's not always a guarantee you always have to look at the card whatever company it is obviously but but that's the thing i just want to because i already own this card right so i bought a copy of it graded psa (coughs) excuse me um which is on the way to me but for me to buy that card raw cheapest i can see it for at the moment is 120 dollars which is three times. What? Mm, that's what I'm saying. Wow. What card is this? Um, well, I'll show you afterwards. <laughs> show me afterwards. Sorry, I can't believe I asked that on air. My bad. That's quite all right. That's quite all right. Anyway, so I'm going to go on to our next question. Yes. David Snuffer, which is such a good name. Do Marvel characters have rookie cards in his use speech quotes? Mm. Would that be something officially recognized or just widely accepted by collectors? Can you name a few? I'm assuming he means rookie cards rather than collectors, because I can name loads of collectors. Um, I'm just going to go out there and say, rookie cards is a sports term, and it's a nonsense when you apply it to Marvel cards, because Marvel cards, in my view, the more appropriate term and the more respectful term to use um, is first appearance, because that aligns with the source material, which is comics. Agreed. Spider-Man was never a rookie. <laughs> Agreed. Um, his first appearance in Amazing Fantasy 15 isn't his rookie comic. It's a nonsense. You know, you wouldn't ever describe a, a comic as a rookie comic. Um, yep. Detective 27 isn't a rookie comic of Batman. Um, so do Marvel characters have rookie cards? Sports people or people who've come in from sports use that terminology. Um, a lot of the time to feather the nest of something they're trying to sell. Yep. Um, but it's not something that, I mean, I jokingly used it just now <laughs> to knowing because I knew what reaction I'd get. Um, <laughs> but that is Black Cat's first trading card, as, as I understand it. She's had stickers and things before 1989, 
but first and trading people don't realize you know like yeah right exactly i mean there's a lot of foreign cards and a lot of sticker mm. cards and i collect those as well which are an f and headache um but I, I enjoy them. They're beautiful, and I enjoy them. <laughs> I do enjoy them, and I joke, but they're they're really tough because there's no official checklist. Sometimes they're impossible to like find in good condition. It's it's a chore. It's definitely a chore. But um, it, here's the thing: I would ask right to to answer that question. This is something I would and hate to answer a question with asking a question, but you know. Are you doing it because you are looking at it as a character collector or are you looking at it as an investment? If you're looking at it as an investment, I think you have to think about the set that would be widely accepted and is the most popular. Like the very first Charizard card is not from the first edition base set. There's actually a Charizard card before that and it's just not as popular. Um, You know what I mean? So Here's a question then. Is that first card regarded as a rookie card? No, of course not. Because That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. You have to learn the terminology. I would argue the same thing. 100%. I agree. No, I don't consider it a rookie at all. I've said this on multiple mm. uh, venues. It's not. It's first appearance or it's first arn card appearance. That's what I like. First arn card appearance just because it, I like the word appearance because it has a lineage to comic books like Ian was mentioning and said quite beautifully. Um, I, I agree. I think, you know, it, like for us, like when Ian and I, Ian and I were both character collecting before we met, but we were like comparing resources and doing all this other stuff and, you know, trying to telling each other, okay, what do you use? What do you use? How do we find all of these things? Um, and, you know, it was interesting for me and important for me at one point to figure out, okay, what's the very first card size piece of cardboard that Surfer was on? Um, because that was like, I needed that to start the collection. But what I found over time is that there are stickers, there are vending machine stickers, there's promos, there are foreign cards. If you're looking for the first of your character, look it up. Like take the time to look at it. Go to the Beckett site, go to eBay, go to the endless site, go everywhere and just take the time to learn and the thing that I've mentioned, we've mentioned this in podcasts before, but the big thing I will mention is that look up the date in which your character made his first or her first appearance or their first appearance in comic books. That will tell you exactly what year to look because Surfer came out in 66 in FF48, I think is right or something like that. Something like that. Something like that. Um, and he's not in Don Russ at all which is the first like card size marvel cards to come out so you know you have to see okay when was his first issue and surfers like 76 or 78 and funny enough they're surfer and tops 1976 for the first time you know what i mean yeah and it's it's pretty cool and you know i and i know the argument's going to be well i've seen marvel cards use the word rookie and you're right in 1990 they do rookie they do mvp comic books and they had that sports terminology but they were wrong they did that because they were learning how to make cards for marvel fans for the first time and they used spurt sports stuff to model it after if i can be honest and this again is just my opinion i think marvel cards are the best when they come from the mind of people who understand marvel and and comic books like my favorite inserts are the ones that harken back and do something special with comic books Mm. you know inserts that are modeled after sports inserts 
those are not my favorite cards. I don't find those very creatively interesting. I hear you. I hear you. Um, let me have a look because my voice is going to go. So I think we're going to wrap up after the next question because I'm not going to be able to carry on. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. It, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm sucking on my fruit pastels and muting a lot. <laughs> but I wanted to get to this next question because it ties in with what we were talking about earlier. Justin Treese, aka Mr. Sinister Collector. <clears throat> what oh, are the sinister. thoughts on the recent price increase for product? Will it deter you from purchasing future releases on EPAC? Um, I'm not sure. I would just isolate that to EPAC, to be fair. Um, yeah, for me, I'm, I'm having to now draw hard lines because it's mm-hmm. beyond my affordability. Um, for a lot of stuff that I'd like to be able to go for, but I can't. <clears throat> Plus the fact it seems to me that every every <laughs> with this set, every man and his dog seems to be a black cat collector all of a sudden. There's <laughs> about four new ones I've seen. Um, it's going to happen when Surfer comes back. All people who've chosen to go after on this set just because, you know, just, <laughs> just to make Ian's life difficult. But to be honest with you, you know, those people who've, who've, who've gone hard on it, I've clearly got far deeper pockets than me because even if I wanted to, I couldn't have afforded to buy enough product to stand a chance of getting a printing plate achievement you know even in normal times i wouldn't have been able to afford that yeah and we're not in normal times now um we are in new the new normal um the with that normal. price point um that upper deck have just realized and, and walked away very happy with um so yeah i'm kind of if that's if that's going to be the the kind of Mark market going forwards i'm going to have to be very selective or i'm going to be going back and filling in gaps on older product for quite a while and i think that's 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 me i mean there is a definite tipping point now where a product like spider-man metal universe all its good and bad points and there's plenty of both is hitting a price that black diamond was at which was a near perfect product and a high-end premium product that was a really beautiful product that is that is that is like okay so what does that mean for the price point of something like Black Diamond 2? <laughs> you know, should that be a thing? No, yeah. honestly, I mean, I, I'm I'm with you 100% on this. Um, yeah, this, this is it. Like, this is the end of a lot of us collectors who have been here for a long time. And I'm really not sad about that, actually. I'm actually really happy about that because I feel like, you know, people like you and I have gotten to get things that even the collector who's spending 40, 50, 100K on a one of one from Spider-Man Metal or whatever ridiculousness it is, they're never going to be able to obtain certain cards that are in my collection or in your collection because the cards that you and I have obtained over years have been out of love and years of dedication. Mm-hmm. Like, and and I know that sound that does, that sounds maybe like a little harsh, but you know, again, I'm not talking to the everyday collector. I'm talking to people who have used this product to get it to another price point mm. in order to play at a level that is outside of the hobbyist level and more on the level of like speculation and, and investment, which, yeah. you know, I've never been a part of, I've never been excited, you know, excited about, I've never participated in Ian knows my collection almost better than anyone. There's no doubles. <laughs> no, there's no, there's no, there's no stacking. There's, there's what I like. And maybe a couple of Marvel grail cards that I got stupid cheap that are there for me. 
Mm. You know what I mean? Because they're part of the history of the hobby I, I, yeah. I've enjoyed being a part of with all my friends. Um, but you know what's happening to you right now, Ian, where everyone's a black cat collector. I am totally and one hundred percent effed. <laughs> I know everyone's <laughs> going to want Surfer, and rightfully so. I'm happy. I'm happy that they're going for it. People are going to own the one of ones. Yeah. Fantastic Four Metal when that comes out eventually. People are going to own the plate set. People are going to own greens and all these other crazy cards that are going to come out. And the truth is, you know, that's just life. You know what I mean? Mm. Even collectors that we've know who are like even older school than us who have like Fleer Ultra Spider-Man 97 mm-hmm. sketches. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which yeah. are the holy grail to a lot of us. Yeah. Those guys yeah. also, and ladies also went through the same thing and being like, well, that's it. I'm no longer interested in this era. And I think a lot of collectors are going to start eventually becoming, well, I collected, you know, pre 2016. And yeah. that's my collection focus. <clears throat> and I think it's, we're just getting yeah. to that, to that stage mm. in our, in, in our uh, hobby lives. <laughs> it's a watershed moment. Sector off. It's a watershed moment is the way I. Oh, I love that. The way I, cool. um, yeah. I, I think about it. Um, <clears throat> I also think about it like this. If you pass away, then you're just not able to collect anything past that point. I know that sounds like a really bleak thing. Oh, that's a good one. Like no, that. I get that. The hobby like will that. go on, hopefully, yeah. you know, years to come. Um, doesn't lessen the collection that you've got, but there's a finite stopping point because you're no longer around to actually do the collecting. Um, so... In a way, I kind of approach it in a very pragmatic way. You know, yeah, I'm looking at these things and I'm going, oh, yeah, I wish I could afford that. But then I remind myself that I'm not in love with the art choice from most of the pieces within Spider-Man Mesel Universe. So how much am I doing it from like instinctiveness and completiveness? Right. Or the, just habit or habitual. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, plus, I'm just enjoying, you know, for less than the price of a pack of um, cards where most of them are digital, Right. I'll never see, you know, um, I'm picking up maybe for the same price as one of those packs, I'm picking up one or maybe even two graded cards. Agreed. They might not be graded tens. They might be graded eights or nines, but who cares? I'm feasting elsewhere at the moment. Like if you love the art, Mm. like I'm doing the same way. No, no, no. I'm I'm exactly the same way. There are cards. There are cards that I got graded recently and cards that are being graded currently for me that are my favorite pieces of art. Like I feel very grateful to have. So I, I graded, I bought 20 or 30 for like a dollar 50 each, by the way. And no mm-hmm. one wanted these, the silver surfer Marvel onslaught. Oh yeah, yeah. The one that Jim Lee did. And I'm just obsessed with that art. I have been since we known each other, plus the 92 Marvel universe. Like I have my favorites, which, you know, and I've been looking for one in a really great shape to get graded and all this stuff for a long time. And I, I eventually found one and got one graded mm-hmm. and I'm very oh, happy. Oh, 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 that's beautiful. And like, throw me a pick of is, these by the way, for the tasting notes. Yeah, I will. This, this is like top three for me. One of my favorite cards. That's exquisite. And it's a, it's a base card. It's a mm. base card that no one was really into. And I'm a huge fan of the art and the artist, of course. And, um, like I rather have this, even if I had this in an eight, I would still be just yeah. as happy because yeah. it's encapsulated. I feel like I have a good example of that card, right? And and it's something that 
I'm always, I've always been about this. People have always given me crap about this. Oh, you're selling that Fausto? Da, 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 da. Because I always want to get excited and collect other cards because I see all my friends doing it and mm. Surfer's been banned forever that every once in a while I'm like, all right, let me go for this character and do Yeah, you want to go out thing. to play. Want to have fun every once yeah. in a while, you know? And yeah. I, I don't stick with it because the truth is, Surfer's always expensive. He's always yeah. been expensive for me. I don't know what it is, but if it's always been expensive, so yeah. I always eventually have to sell even my little fun out, you know, yeah. outings. But I've always been in the micro with yeah. this stuff, and and having the hobby go the direction it is, which I don't, I'm not happy as a collector. Obviously, where the where the hobby has gone. I think in some ways the hobby's gone in certain directions and I see people loving it. So I don't want to pass judgment because they're so happy and they are collecting yeah. massively and they're excited and it's not for sale. Like I can't tell you how many people I've met now who have spent like over 40 K on Spider-Man metal and they're actually legit just happy that they have the product and enjoying it at the house. I'm and I'm just like, it. yeah, if you can afford I'd it, go that. for it. Yeah, I think I think that's like I don't and I and I'm so happy that they're enjoying it because that's Marvel cards, right? Yeah, essentially that's what Marvel cards is. But you know, I think I think for people who are out there who are having problems with the prices and all this other stuff, like Ian and I have told before, enjoy collecting, enjoy mm. your stuff, mm. look at your collection, and just realize what you have, yeah, and be happy with what you have because yeah. there's 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 a piece in that. And and I think there's even more enjoyment to be had when you do that with your collection. I have to do that all the time because like like, a, like a lot of other yeah. people, I get priced out too. We have to refocus. You know, I, I, the way I think about it is if you're a collector, yeah. it's like water. Water will always find its way through. It will always find yep, another part. That. So basically, you know, I'm just diverting <laughs> – it's going to sound awful. I'm diverting my stream. Um, <laughs> my, my rather meager limited stream. We're children. Uh, but I'm going, to be, I'm going to be 50 next year, so that's why. Anyway, um, but um, <laughs> I, I'm diverting my, my meager limited stream elsewhere. But I'm really enjoying the stuff that I've got. And exactly like I did last time, it's, 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 I found this very interesting. When I, I had a really severe dent to my income during COVID, um, and there was, a, you know, I was furloughed and I was on a reduced wage. And, you know, I had I had minimal spending money a month. I mean, I think I had like $150 a month or something crazy like that, spending money to spend on wow. anything, you know. Um, but there was nothing I could spend it because, you know, pubs are closed, your shops are closed, you know, all that sort of stuff. So what I did is I, I set myself a little budget and I just focused on improving my storage and picking up like cheap little things just to keep keep me going there. So I've started to do that again. So you remember I showed you ages ago that little wine box that I had? Yes. I'm jealous. It's perfect oh. for my black diamond and my graded cat. All in their that top loaders so and good. all one touches. It's perfect. It's a nice big heavy wooden oh, box. I'm so jealous. That was um that was used to deliver a really nice bottle of wine. And I thought, you know what? I can't afford what I want, which is one of those BCW hard bins. You know, those plastic ones with the hinge lids. You've seen them. Oh, the, the $100, yeah, the, the Pelican cases. No, 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 a BCW card bin. It's it's a, it's a plastic bin. It's got slots. I believe you. I have to channels. look it up. Yeah, yeah, different channels. People in the group are raving about it. Marcus Caldwell, who was on the Flare episode that you couldn't make. Oh, he was, of course. Uh, yeah, yeah. He was right. um, talking about them as well. Um, and they're fine for top loaders. They're fine for one touch. Yeah, it's great. Um, 
So I've been wanting to get one of those. But you can't get them in the UK, so they cost an absolute fortune. So I thought, you know, what, oh, what have I got? Right. I can put stuff in. So I've chosen to do that, which is great. So I'm very happy with that. Um, Aesthetically, and, that's beautiful you know, too. And that's what I'll carry on doing um, while, while I've not got much because, you know, mortgage rates have just gone through the roof in the UK. Yep. Hang on. Because our economy's just tanked because the government yep. are useless. Um, so yeah. um, in about three months time when our mortgage deal ends because you i think in the u.s you can tie in for mortgage deals for the lifetime duration of your mortgage it doesn't work like that in the uk you've got you've got two years or five years sometimes seven years so you can get a fixed rate that's locked in to be paying the same Whoa. amount regardless of what the interest rates do in the market our interest rate expires in february 2023 if we were to switch right now with the best deals that are in the market i'm paying best part of 400 dollars more a month for the mortgage and it all comes out my wage. So I'm going to be poor AF <laughs> come the new year, um, unless I can get like a different job. I mean, first world problems and all that. I mean, we'll still have a roof over our heads. We'll still be able to eat, but I will have zero spending money. So my idea about possibly coming to the States in, in 2023 um, is, 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 is unlikely as of this stage. And it's all the fault of Liz Truss and her now ex-Chancellor. <laughs> And their yeah, crazy economic announcement that completely tanked the UK economy in a weekend. That's insane to me. Like, Emily was just telling me about this. Yeah, they hit. They, they, I mean, you couldn't jump on the auto strike button quicker. Oh God. Um, so yeah. Anyway, so so there's that. Um, so I'm just focusing on you know affordable stuff and these Spider Man 60th packs. They're they're a buck each. <laughs> they're a buck each from the. Um, from the uh, that's amazing down the road that's so, amazing you know it's great i can get you know four or five stickers away and they're stunning they're pretty yeah. like i hate to, i hate to be like like this but they're better quality than a lot of the metal cards like i, I hate to say it out loud but i'm gonna say it like the cards are they're yeah beautiful yeah yeah the, the cards are great greatly yeah. cut they have a beautiful foiling effect they have art that's usually still not featured it's not repeated art it's not being featured in upper deck it looks really mm. clean and pretty yeah. Like, I'm, be honest, man. And oh, they're that's great. nice and affordable, like more than affordable and collectible. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. Getting the whole set is still going to cost me a little bit because I've got, because I'm building three sets. Don't forget. Well, yeah. But if you're building one not set, even, it wouldn't be. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. If I was building one set. But I think if I was building, building one set with the amount that I've bought, I still haven't finished the one set. You see oh, I, I see mean? what you're saying. Yeah, I'm yeah, still, yeah, you know, you. so it's, it's going to be a tough one. So. But I can buy a box of packs, like get thirty six packs or whatever from the Panini website for thirty bucks. Yeah, that's awesome. Do you see dude. what I mean? Like, what so, you know, just yeah, I see that. what you mean. Yeah. And then I'll have loads of spares. But anyway, I'm already hooking up one guy who's a Scarlet Spider and Spider twenty ninety nine collector. Oh. Because he reached out to me and said, Oh, I heard this is coming out and you're going into it. So so yeah, I'm putting him aside some stuff as well. So um but yeah, why not? Um, but I'll put pictures of all that in the tasting notes uh, for everyone to listen to. And we are going to carry on um, these questions because there's some really good good ones that we haven't gone to got to yet. But I'm hoping yep. that my a we've gone on long enough this week, and b I'm hoping my voice <laughs> recovers. But we've got some really good ones, mm. really good ones for next week, which I'm will excited. be which will be episode. We should have, we missed a trick not calling our um, episodes issues. 
<laughs> we did, didn't we? We'll start that after the yeah. 150. Next week, next week will be issue 149. And then in the grand spirit of something, this is something I've always, always aimed to do, is make our 50 ones like the milestone, like giant yeah, size baby. anniversary issue. Because yeah, yeah, Marvel yeah. did it in the 90s, so... What the f- you know? <laughs> Let's start naming them issues. I Let's can start just change that issues. now. I'm sure we can Who probably cares? change it now. Yeah. Issue well, episode 150 will be called issue 150. Issue 150. Perfect. And we'll see how that tests for the market. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! The right. up war. Uh, hopefully, All right, my, enjoy hopefully it. Be careful with your voice, buddy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right, everyone. Well, thank you again for being with us and hanging out with us talking about Marvel cards and I hope everyone enjoys collecting. Enjoy collecting. (laughs) Enjoy. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast. Visuals and tasting notes for each episode can be found on our Facebook page. You can subscribe and leave us a voicemail via our home on anchor.fm forward slash mccp. We're also on iTunes, Spotify and all major podcast platforms. Please take a second to subscribe, like and review our show wherever you get your podcasts. Our podcast can be found by Googling at the MCC pod, which will also find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. Our Facebook community is at MCCW, Marvel Car Collectors Worldwide, and MMC, Marvel Masterpieces Collectors. The great music we use is called Rocket Power by Kevin McLeod. Thanks to the collectors, artists, and creators who support the Marvel Cards Fan Collective. We'll see you next time. And remember, it's a small hobby, but a fun one. Make mine Marvel and enjoy collecting. Collecting.